Okay. I well, well, well. Who knows? Let's see. Setting up your meeting for Facebook Live. Okay, it shows that we're on there. As far as I can see. Yes. Okay, so all I can see is like a spinning wheel on Facebook with no, okay, so. Is it just. Okay. Oh, now I can hear it. <laughs> okay, I think we are live. I think so. Okay, great. And one everything. When? Oh, Brittany. hi. Brittany says she can see us. Okay. Okay, perfect. Thank you for letting us know. Awesome. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I think I'm going to kind of have my phone around to try to see comments here because I don't know otherwise how. Right. This might be a little bit of a learning curve today. Yeah. I mean, it took us 20 minutes to figure out how to actually get on here. So. <laughs> Which is the perfect topic of the energetics of anxiety and having not actual anxiety when you get on to the thing 20 minutes later. Right. About that, right? Right. Okay. Awesome. Okay. You want to start, Jen? Yeah. Um, Let's see. So Randy and I were having a conversation earlier about a post I had seen that talked about anxiety. And I had responded to the person with the truth of what anxiety actually is. And we felt like it was important to share what we found that is around that. Because who who isn't somewhat experiencing that right now, right? I mean, in some ways without trying to sound insensitive, anxiety has become a, almost like a badge of honor, you know, like it's, it's the way to, cons to relate to other people. Like, oh, I, I feel you, I have it too. We're all in this together, let's talk about it. Instead of figuring out what it actually is and why it's there to help you and use in the most, beneficial way in your life and it's not a hindrance but it has been treated like one and so we just wanted to talk about the energetics of it what's actually happening give some examples of what is going on out in the world out in our lives and just kind of have a conversation about it yeah so i had anxiety um, and actually I was thinking about this and it's funny because I got anxiety after Addie was born. And if you watched the video about my relationship to Addie, it makes perfect freaking sense as to what was actually happening there. And there was a point that I was running 10 miles a day just to manage the sensations of what feels like tension and heaviness and um, like knots in your stomach and I can't breathe. And, and the physical sensation that you're experiencing 
that is labeled as anxiety, right? Like this, this feeling of like something is wrong here, red alert, red alert, I'm going to die is actually the energy systems of the human codes of conditioning asking to be dealt with in many, many ways. And the other part of that is Jenny, and I'm going to let you go in on this further is that tension and energy potential, right? That what feels like an intense amount of energy that is labeled by our mind as anxiety, what is trying to be, to be, um, done in that, in, in that intensity? Yes. So what is happening, there's multiple things happening. One, let me start off by saying that the feelings in your body are coming from a source. And what's happening is energy is coming into your body and you can feel a shift in difference. It feels in the human code as anxiety, it would feel something like, you know, maybe your chest is heavy, your heart is racing. There's, there's all these rapid fire thoughts going through. The anxiousness is there. But what is actually happening, happening is there is a massive amount of energy that you've been asking for that is there to fuel the next change. It's begging you to do something with the energy and make it into something that has not already existed. What you are actually doing is triggering in the human code your, like Randy said, survival red alert system, which then your brain is telling you something's wrong, something's wrong with the situation, something's wrong with you. And if I don't figure out how to deal with this, I'm going to feel like this the rest of my life because this is what I have and this is who I am. And everybody else has this too. So it's just a part of the experience now. And as humans in the human code, we have been taught to be able to handle no energy. The law of attraction, the spiritual world, the healing journey has conditioned us to believe that if we feel something, most likely something is off. Or if you feel something honor that feeling and just feel it as a way to finally let it be gone, to release the tension. But what it's actually doing, what you're actually doing is you're subconsciously asking for all of the things that you actually want in your life. And you're receiving the energy to create it. But there's confusion happening. And so you're taking that energy and finding any way possible to be able to just kind of throw it away because it's strong, it's powerful. It's all of the things that needs to be to be transformed and created into something that has never existed. But without understanding that that's actually what happen what's happening, it truly feels scary and it truly feels terrible inside of your body. And at some point when that started clicking for you and I, Randy, Instead of feeling like, oh no, something's wrong, I'm having a sensation in my body that feels like anxiety. I've been here before, I know what this feels like, but I've also been here before. I know that if I do my regular pattern in the human code, I know I'm gonna be here again. 
So I want to do something different with this feeling and with this pattern and then not knowing what to do with it yet. And just starting to be like, I'm having a feeling that feels like anxiety, but something's happening here. I'm receiving a lot of energy at the moment and I don't know why, but I'm actually getting weirdly excited to see what happens here and see what it's going to turn into and learning how to be okay with being uncomfortable for however long it takes. Because in the human code, being uncomfortable is definitely against what you want to do. You want to do whatever you can in your power at all times to make yourself comfortable and everybody else around you comfortable. And usually they go hand in hand, right? Because if you're feeling anxiety and you're uncomfortable, which means you're probably going to project it on somebody else, which isn't good. So let me take care of my inner thing so I don't, you know, harm you in, in my experience as well. And in the originator code, you start to understand that these feelings that you felt before are not what they seem to have been. And they start becoming the tools of creation in a way that you didn't, you could never imagine it to be. Right. And true, a true creation and actual manifestation, which is instead of matching up to somebody else's already created outcome, which is creating something from the oblivion or creating something out of the chaotic potential energy that has never been created before requires massive amounts of energy, which requires you to be capable of handling a massive amount of energy. And when you can sit in discomfort and you can sit in the tension of the unknown, I don't know what is happening here, but something is happening. It gives you I want to say foundation, but foundation isn't the right word. It gives you the material to turn it actually into something. It's like, it's the, but but I don't know what that was, but, (laughs) (laughs) but ding, 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 it it hit the money. (laughs) And I could not agree with you more in this idea that humans have been treated as if we are incredibly fragile. The fragility and the discomfort and, you know, to always be feeling super high vibe and all positive and easygoing and in the flow. And like any time that you feel a sensation, it is um, interpreted as something wrong, something bad, which is what you said. Um, what I want to just touch on briefly is for whatever reason is it's a biological response you you have um your survival code includes your central nervous system which is the foundation of your basic keep me alive innate operating biological system and it lives it experiences patterns and life and moments without any language and without any um, like verbal storyline association. 
it, it's a reactive mode that says either run away, hide, or fight in order to not die. And our, our, um, our environment no longer requires this because we're not living in a place of matters of life and death every moment. And then the higher brain, which is your cortex, tries to interpret what that sensation is telling you. And that's when the stories get created around what the sensation is. Um, I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle this. Um, because the, the higher mind, your cortex, which in under the human codes is still trying to order and make sense and create meaning and categorize and everything, every single second, it takes what this, what this energy potential is and the sensations that that energy potential creates in your body. And it tries to figure out what it is. And so the potential is there and you feel the discomfort and the tension. And that part of your brain is going, well, it must be that I'm handling too many things, or it must be, what is she thinking of me? Or it must be, you know, any number of meanings that you make it out to be, but none of that is actually the case because the wiring is not matching up to the actual experience that you are having in the physical world. So it's like when you can, when you are operating under the survival codes and you are the human codes and you, you living in that, what's my next matter of life and death, a bill can come into your mailbox and create the sensation of, I might not survive this. And it can then trigger out this whole loop of a story in your head, but you actually have enough money in your bank account and enough food in your fridge. And this, this imaginary story that you're playing out in reaction to the physical sensation is happen is more real in your experience than your actual concrete 3d world. I remember having a conversation. I don't know. I feel like it was like, who knows with time anymore. It feels like it was forever. I don't know. But being like standing in my kitchen and talking to you and being like the realization of what is actually happening in reality and what is happening in the brain are completely two different realities and like what is actually going on there. Because how can it feel like you're one decision away from losing everything, complete death, when nothing has actually ever, like there hasn't actually been a day in our lives, I mean, other people's lives, of course, there are days where maybe there isn't enough food in those things. But in our actual reality, we have always had everything we needed. But we're functioning in the way that at any second, the one last thing is going to go away and we're going to have nothing, which made zero sense in connection of the checklist of what's actually there in front of us. Right. And having that underlying feeling all the time, of course, then combination of massive amounts of energy coming in to help solve the problems and the situation that you're in, that you've actually been asking for. I don't want to feel this way, but I don't know how not to. I don't want this to be my experience. I want it to be something else, but I don't know how to get there from here then to receive what you need with it 
and the and then the combination of the programming of survival it makes sense that you would automatically think this new system is red alert but what it really is is what you've been asking for yes and so, and so you're then what does that mean you know like what does that mean when you receive that energy like what what's the potential of that is it it's it's completely personal and different for every single person like that is the reason why like okay the management of this feeling like some people are aware of that it's means something more for them and they understand that and so like some of the management would be like if you are feeling anxiety a way to handle that would be through a modality like we've talked about meditation before and what you're actually doing is you're taking the time to sit in the energy while trying to release the tension and the tension may release enough in you just for a second to have some sort of like download or information of an idea or a move or a thing to say or a thing not to say or there's a thousand things going to your head but the problem with that modality if you don't understand what's actually happening is that you receive the information inside of that place but most likely unwilling to make any sort of moves with it so it just becomes more thoughts and more jumbled and more reasons why you feel this way and more things that you lack in your life. And then you still can't clear your mind. And that was your only thing when all of those thoughts during that time is exactly what you need to hear. But, but in the human code, it becomes wrong. Right. And if you are in that clear enough space where you can hear the move, as soon as you have to make it, the tension comes back which is the whole freaking point, but that's when the, when somebody can't follow through with the move because now the tension's back. And so they've decided they can't make the move until they feel good, but they won't make the, they won't feel good until the other side of the move. The move is always filled with immense tension, like almost uncontrollable, everything in my body is vibrating type of tension. And so so the download comes in, the, the clarity comes in, and then you go to make the move and the, the tension comes back. And so you're like, oh, I'm doing something wrong again. Let me go back over here, try to figure out how to feel good about what's happening enough so that I can make this move without feeling anything about the move. And then you have to build all the energy up again because it requires so much energy. And so you are, you are asking for something, it's being delivered to you and you're pushing it away and you're having to start over and start over and start over. And the same thing happens in the patterns being asked to come up and be dismantled. Not only is, are your originator codes coming up to be formed, right? At the same time, the, the programming is coming up to be dismantled. And then you're finding ways to like rearrange it and avoid it and, and calm it down and not feel so bad about it. And so instead of dismantling it, you just rearrange it and sort of have the conversation without actually having to have the conversation or, you know, whatever you do to manage it. And then what happens is 
you've kind of just rearranged it. And so it has to build and build and build and you have to play it out again. So you're playing, you're trying to play out origination on one hand, and then you're trying to play out the human codes on the other hand. And you feel like a fucking crazy person, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. And no wonder why it never goes away. And it becomes a um, confirmation of what you have, anxiety or or you can be searching for tools for how to relieve it, right? And some of them work and some of them work for a while and then they don't work anymore because first of all, your origination is like, it is relentless in pursuit of you expressing your unique genius into the world, no matter what. Yeah, and truthfully, the more anxious you are, the more likely, for sure, it's because you are an originator and you have been unwilling to actually look at what it is that is you and that you're trying to fit into that human code. And of course that feels like death. And of course that feels terrible. And of course you have no lighthouse because you've decided that every single thing that comes natural to you means nothing. And everything that you are supposed to be means everything. And then there's nowhere to turn anymore. You have no idea what you like. You have no idea what, what direction to turn. You've been flipped over inside out and you're just sitting there lost and feeling all the feelings and thinking this is just what life is Mm -hmm. and this is what it is for most people but it doesn't have to be at all right right so let's see any Um, let me see. I don't, I I really don't know how to see if there's like comments or not. Maybe not, maybe not yet. I forgot we were live. That's funny. Yeah. I know if anyone is watching this, I don't even know if anyone is, but if you have questions or you want to talk about your specific situation, (laughs) we will answer. It is the specifics. We will answer your specific situation questions but you have to tell us what they are right. and expose yourself. Um, I, I kind of want to talk about a story or a story or a situation that is a good example of anxious feelings and anxiety and what those things can lead to that are completely unexpected. One thing um, Randy and I were talking about earlier in my life, what was happening, which is completely different than Randy's experience, but this is a great example of one thing leads to the next to the next that you don't understand that's actually happening. Because what happens in the originator code is you follow the moment to moment experience for no other reason than to experience it. And you're not doing anything for some kind of outcome, but the outcomes are a no matter what byproduct of it. And that only can happen when they don't matter anymore. And so during this time recently, I, in January, I had had surgery and I was, I was out of my, um, out of 
income for seven weeks during the time because in that in those seven weeks I lived in a completely different reality than I do now and I was back to work for four days and then my business was shut down because of the climate in the world of COVID right along with a lot of other people when I was out for seven weeks in the beginning, let me just tell you, I had multiple days in a row where I was, you know, there was tears, there was anxiety, there was confusion. I knew that I needed to take care of my health, but at the same time, I was almost willing to compromise it just so I didn't have to go without income because I didn't understand how it could work that I could have no income for seven weeks. Like that doesn't, add up because at that time especially it was day-to-day -day money that's coming in what am I going to do with it where am I going to distribute it major focus on finances in my life so to have to take that away was the ultimate sacrifice for me and I could do it in a managed style a seven-week style okay I can create, I can create this container of no income for seven weeks and I know I can make it through this and no, it's not going to necessarily be easy, but it's going to, it's, it's going to be okay. I eventually got there. I mean, not right away, <laughs> spinning up most of the time. Um, we made it through the seven weeks. It seemed like, you know, slowly it was turning into being like, well, this actually is working. Okay. It's okay. You know, everything's fine. I go back to work for four days and then have a endless unknown time of, no, you're not actually working. You will have no income during this time in this realm of where you expect it to come from. And nobody in the whole world can tell me the answer of how long this is going to last, which is a complete mindfuck at that time. You know, it's like, okay, I knew I could do it for seven weeks, but now for an endless amount of time, what does that mean? You know, that's, that's, that's too much. That's too scary. And I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I just decided somewhere in, in, you know, there was a couple of days of like turmoil in that time. Like I wanted to go to work and my husband didn't really want me to because it was like obvious that's not where I was supposed to be, but my survival codes, human codes were kicking in full gear of being like, I know how to fix this. I'm not officially shut down yet, but everybody else is pretty much shut down. I can go against the system and I can be my own person and go do what I want. But really what I was doing was acting completely out of survival and fear and putting again, my own needs and desires to the back for money. And so I decided to not go to work and that took some definite work on my part to be able to hold that because it's one thing to make a decision. It's another thing to be able to live in your decision and actually live, not just like slowly die in your decision, right? So I started being like, Here's the deal. This is what the situation is. There's nothing at this point that I can do about going and making income where I normally make it. 
actually, we were fine in the seven weeks and I'm not really sure how we were fine started kind of coming in my brain and being like, I'm not really sure how it worked out, but it did. And today, actually, every person in my house had what they needed. Everybody had food in their stomach. Everybody had heat. Everybody's in their bed, completely healthy. And without any sort of reason to start doing that, it just was a natural thing that I started doing, was taking stock of the actual truth in those moments. Anytime I felt that anxiousness and, and anxiety of how is this going to work? What is this going to look like? How long is this going to be? Somebody tell me an answer. Maybe I'll just go and figure something out. I could see enough. I was one foot in, one foot out enough to be like, this is actually a really big deal. Like I've been working since I've been, I don't know, forever. And this is the first time in my whole life that I'm going this amount of time without actual work. Something is telling me that this isn't for just by chance. This, this something bigger is happening. And I started realizing that whatever this feeling is in my body is happening on purpose. I did not know really what that meant. And I didn't know why. And I didn't really care at that point. But what I knew that I needed to do is I needed to find the truth in every moment in this experience for no other reason but to actually be able to survive the experience, not to have any sort of outcome again. I just really wanted to be like, I wanna live and I don't wanna slowly die in this. And I actually, like in the human code, don't have any control over what's happening, but I actually do have control over myself and my mind. And for most people who are originators, control is a big thing like we want to put our hands in and, and and make things happen and we know how to fix things and all of this stuff but when that flips you realize like the only thing to control is actually your experience and that's what I decided to dedicate myself to despite whatever the outcome is despite even if we became homeless in this moment which was very far from the truth in in reality but so close in my mind and so minute by minute, it just started being the experience of what was going on. And as soon as I could feel the trigger of the feeling in my body, it was like, nope, mm -mm. I don't care how much you want to lie to me into my own mind. But the actual truth is I'm looking around and everybody does have exactly what they need. Somehow this is working out. I don't need to know how, I don't need to know how long because right now in this exact moment this is actually perfect the truth is we're experiencing life together we're eating dinners together i've always had opposite schedule of my family which has always been a source of conflict within myself i'm here with my family how many times have i begged for a break or the world to just stop holy shit i think i just made the world stop i mean these were like realizations i was having in my own mine and suddenly during that time nothing ever shifted in me from the original desire to master myself in every moment 
It never strayed from that, no matter what was going on around me. And during that time with zero income, unimaginable things started happening in my life. I started receiving finances in ways that I didn't understand was gonna be happening. And at the time I actually didn't even understand that it was happening. It was like a non-thought to tell you the truth. Like I remember talking to you like four weeks later or something and being like, I don't know. I just looked at my bank account and I suddenly have like all this money in my bank account and I don't, don't even really understand how it's there, but something big is freaking happening. And I don't totally understand how this happened. It was like, I was trying to figure out like the one for one situation. Like what did I do that created this, this abundance in the midst of human code having nothing. And I just knew I was going to be okay not knowing it was fine. And I knew that it did not matter because my only focus and my only job was my mental state at all times. And what that was, was finding the truth in every single second. And within doing that and not doing anything from the outcome, like I said, unimaginable things started happening. By the time I went back to work, I had really realized all of the things that I actually wanted in my life and, um, or, you know, kind of thought I wanted in my life. And I knew the things I didn't want in my life. That's more what I should say, more appropriate. And I suddenly was, was a person that like debt gave me a lot of anxiety and I, and I, it took up a lot of my mental space in my head. It was something that I, I thought about on a regular basis and, and, you know, in the human code, you can link that to a million things of what that means about you, what your choices were, what your decisions are, what it means about you now, in the future, and in the past. And I suddenly could see it in a different way. It, it, it was something that was giving me anxiety, but what it was really doing was it was taking my thoughts to a place that I would no longer allow them to go. And my action in that move was to not be in debt anymore. And I knew that I could do this energetically. And I also knew that I could do it physically. And for me to do it physically seemed like fun and a no brainer. Like if I could do it, why wouldn't I do it? That doesn't make any sense to me to not do it. And I was able to, at that moment, I, I woke up and I, it was like that day, I knew that this large amount of money that was in my bank account suddenly that was not there, you know, the day that I stopped working was, I was going to pay off all of my credit cards. And I had, I don't know, like four or five credit cards at that time. And I did this process with doing it. It was like, I knew that that was the thing all the way. In the middle of the process, I started getting thoughts about like, well, I could pay these three off and then it would be a no brainer to just not pay these ones off because that would make sense because then I would still have money in my savings account and you know, that no brainer. Don't spend it all in one chunk or whatever. And by the end of it, it was pay everything off and more. And it made zero sense to do that, but it was my knowing of to know what to do. And somehow 
during the time of having zero income coming in from a manageable space of where I knew was a source, that being completely cut off, not focusing on finances for seven weeks plus two months, you know, three and a half months, focusing on my well-being, my what it means to be anxious, what it means to have these heavy feelings, what it means knowing that that wasn't the truth of what I thought it was before in the human code and minute by minute discovering the truth in that process of focus off the focus of money, I was able to pay off $17,000 worth of things in one in 24 hours. And that was an experience that was haunting me for, I don't know, year, my, year, my whole adult life, you know? I mean, it would be like this teetering thing, which in the whole time, it was never about the money. It was about the well-being of myself. So if I, in the past, I would try to trick myself to be feeling like I had everything I needed and, and my, mental state was up to me and, and I'm a reflection of like what's on the outside and something must be really wrong with me because I'm all of these things and until none of that stuff mattered and the only thing that mattered second to second could I actually believe it could my outside world be exactly what I wanted it to be without trying before I always tried to get that income or that outcome and it never would add up because I actually didn't believe it. Right. It's like you thought that if you could just like match up and imitate the steps that would make you get the outcome, like whether that's, I'm so abundant, I'm going to buy the new jacket because I just have faith in the universe to drop shit into my lap and I'll just imitate what it feels like, what I think it might feel like to be abundant. Then all of this, then I'll get the outcome that I want and it just doesn't work. You can't fake clean energy mm-hmm. ever. You can't. And, and honestly, that was what was haunting me was the exercises of if I could just believe enough I should be able to have this so I'm going to take the action and go into luxury and buy these things because this is what I deserve and you have to act as if you do so then you do so your massive move is to like up level and bring yourself and and buy this experience when you can't, you can't handle that because you are not in the place to have the tools to clean up afterwards at all. And the only reason why you're doing it is to get the outcome because you're like, if I do this and I'm going to get more. And that's the whole point of it. But the whole actual true point of it in the originator code is you don't give a crap what you get out of anything because it's completely for you. It has nothing to do with the outcome at all. And that's completely reversed. And what you said that you did, first of all, I want to say two things before that. I want to say you were, you were out of work for roughly five months. 
five yeah five months I said three but yeah it was close to five months yeah because I was there in May and you still weren't going yet yeah so you're out of work for five months your husband's a teacher okay you're not getting like massive amounts of of income from your husband's job like it makes zero sense that that you in any way shape or form would experience 20 plus thousand dollars that came from out of nowhere right yeah apart from the established stream of your expectations and then that that not only did you have everything you needed during that time physically in matters of your provisions you had magical life experiences with your family and experienced a family unit situation that you'd never had before really that you'd always wanted and thought that other things out you know a new couch would give you mm -hmm. and you said that you were mastering the moment moment to moment of making decisions intentionally of how this moment is going to go for me. Like, I'm going to see what I'm made of in this moment and create the experience that I want in this moment. And what we have begun to understand or what we know, capital K-N-O-W, know, is that moment is all there is. Right. And so that is the only thing that is actually real is that moment to moment choice in how to experience the quality of the moment. And when you're in that space, every single other thing takes care of itself, no matter what. And it's almost impossible for people to understand when we say we don't give a fuck about the outcome. They just, it's because the human codes are all about the outcome and all about creating the conditions and all about what that outcome is going to bring you and what that outcome provides. But when you flip inside out, when you actually are willing to live and create your life experience outside of that system, it absolutely disappears. Right, it's such a perfect example of what we're doing right now. This was not a thought to do until we just did our moment to moment. Like, we had the thought to record ourselves because really this is what we do all the time. Talk like this. And it was not for any sort of outcome. It was because it was the moment to moment truth. And that's the only thing that mattered. You and I speaking in that moment on the first video was the whole universe. It was the whole masterpiece. And if that was the only thing that ever happened in the rest of the life that we are creating here, then that was perfectly fine with us because it was clean. It was exactly what it was supposed to be. There was nothing that was for some sort of outcome or for some sort of reason, or let's try to make a plan or let's try to get something out of this. It's just exactly what was happening at the time. And that was the only thing, like you said, that matters. And that is with every single thing in your life. When my kids are speaking to me in the middle of what looks like out of work for five months and who the hell knows what's going to happen, I have two choices to 
experience them in their their massive amazingness or to reject them and reject myself of that experience and let myself believe some bullshit story that is in the future past or present like that is the only choice there is and that's with yourself that's with your partner that's with your children that's with your friends that's with your money that's with your house that's with your couch that's with your bedroom that's with your dog I mean it literally is every single thing and I don't I know people do not get that I know that that's what they are looking for and they want but it's like I I get it on a theory but how do I actually do that I know I want to enjoy my family I know I I know this is a gift and I'm here for a reason. And I'm going to write down the 50,000 ways why I'm thankful for it. But I don't believe one of them, which makes me feel even worse. And all I want is one second of truth. <laughs> and it, it takes some actual moves. It doesn't just happen for you. Especially from where you're at to that, you know? It just doesn't. Until you make some moves. Intentional mind. I can't even stand it right now. I said, you're blowing my mind. I can't even say it. And I know this and I live it and I experience, but to participate in this moment with you, like this is the only thing that matters. And I get that this will impact people's lives and blow their minds. And all of those things will be amazing for them. But I swear to God, if, if you and I were the only two people that ever watched this live stream, I would still know it was the best thing I've done so far until the next best thing that we do. Right. Right. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to be doing two things at one time. I'm going to have to help Luna for a second. Okay. You help Luna. Okay. (laughs) Right back. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to, while she's gone, I'm going to talk about what she touched on with the idea that things are like one for one and how, when you are working on something. So if you're, you know, working on something, like I have a problem, like it's my health, it's my body, it's my career, it's my relationship, it's my money, it's my finances, all of these external, um, conditions, right? Or these objects or things under the human codes, we think that the way to experience those things or the way to make those happen or the way to change that is focusing on that specific problem solution pattern. Um, And the truth is, is none of those things are separate. The human codes think that all of these things are separate and they're not we're ta- I'm, I'm just starting to talk about like the one for one and how what it seems like you would logically be working on your business when you want to grow a business or you would logically be e- making sure you're eating healthy food and exercising when you're trying to transform your body but it doesn't work that way especially when you begin to tap into origination you it just doesn't. So 
you know that you know that you know that you only make the move that's right in front of you to have the quality of the experience that you want to have. And then you know that wherever it's leading you doesn't matter, but it will all be natural byproducts and not natural side effects and inevitable experiences that match the quality of the energy that you have in that moment. So you might think like, okay, something's happening with my body. And your first thought is I need to have this conversation with my husband, but you're like, I'm not working on my relationship right now. I'm working on my body. So you avoid making the move that changes everything in that space because nothing is matches up in that way. And when you are in true creation under your origination codes, the, the, the there is no like, okay, I did this last time. So this is how I do it this time. It's like, even with us doing this work right now, like we, 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 we came up with three offers and we have to keep reminding ourselves like, but that doesn't mean that those offers don't change or that the next one, it's not, it's not now we tap into the system of this is how we do our business. And we did just, we've just been making one move, one move, one move, one move, one move, one move with no regards, reckless abandon to where that's leading. And the truth is, is when you're a true originator, that's the only thing that you want to do. You don't want to know what's coming because you just want to live a mind blowing experience. And when you do know what's coming and you do know how to match up and you do know how to create the exact outcome that somebody else has, you're bored. It's boring. Yeah, we, and okay. So you do the next move and the next move, the next move. And like you said, an originator most likely wants to do a lot of things. And in the human code that can come off as being a lot of things. And, and then that tells you about yourself, right? So we've had conversations after conversations. I mean, we have multiple businesses at this point. And there was a long time where that was like a source of conflict too, because we would get on a, on a genius mind blowing role with Percy and then call each other to talk about Percy and then be talking about something completely different and being like, oh, we should be focusing on this. Why, what does this mean? Maybe I don't even want to do that anymore. Maybe this means that I'm not all in. Maybe, um, why can't I start something and just finish it? But what is actually happening is what Randy said. It's the one for one situation. Because you want this to be the best it can be, your next move is somewhere the hell over here. But you've right. decided that that's not relevant and it doesn't match up. So it must mean these things about you instead of just bouncing all over the place and having the best time doing all of the things at any moment because it doesn't actually mean anything. It means you're just following exactly what you wanna do. And that's the only point there is. But we make up all of these rules that like, this is how, this is your stream and this is what you should behave like. And if you don't put all your focus into it, then that means that, you know, this isn't gonna work for you and you need to prove to yourself and to the world that you are serious about this. And then why the hell am I thinking like, hey, Randy, like I'll, 
you know, something like tell Randy, I'm going to do something. And then when I get off the phone, I'm like, you know, example would be something like go get ice cream with my family or go for a walk or take a client somewhere else and then be like, oh shit, I told Randy I was going to do it. But the whole point was me doing the next move would bring the thing I told Randy to into complete a complete masterpiece. But you have to be willing to just go with it instead of going against it at all times. And for most people, and especially originators, they usually have more than one stream of where they're going to get the information from. The genius is so strong that one channel, a lot of times, isn't necessarily enough. The, the channel isn't strong enough to receive all of the information. So you're getting it here and you're getting it here and you're getting it here and you're getting it here. And then you start filtering it through the human code and just mucking it up instead of taking it for what it is. Of course, you're talking about this because of course, this morning, as I was paddleboarding, I got to the end and I started writing about that whole situation of like, under the human codes, like I was a quitter, right? I was a flake. I couldn't stick to anything. I couldn't follow through just when I was gaining traction and like seeing success in the system, I was out, you know, and that meant all of those things, this innate need for to jump from one thing to another thing under the human codes. I decided that that meant that I was flaky and that I couldn't stick to anything and I must be self-sabotaging. And it's really because I actually don't want to be seen in the world. And so I'm just going to hide and make myself small and make myself play small. And I'm going to commit and I'm going to see this thing from the human system down to the other side. And I'm going to do it no matter what, even though I'm slowly dying inside. And all I want to do is go like, fuck this system. I'm out again. But simultaneously, my originator codes as I'm like, I'm a quitter. I'm a quitter. I'm a quitter my natural state of being is like, I will not, you will not quit. You will jump from thing to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing, no matter what relentlessly you have an innate need within you to land this origination within you. And you are the furthest thing from a quitter, but it's all this, this, this constant, like back and forth between the two and not having anybody ever be able to tell me what was going on over here. It was always figure out another system, tap into another system, imitate another system. Maybe this is your answer in this system. Maybe this is the thing, this is the thing. No one until you and I had started to do this work and somewhat with our my last mentor who could, could someone ex explain some of these characteristics within me, but not until we completely said, no, nobody else can show us the way here. We have to show ourselves the way. Could we actually land this experience of total origination in every moment? Mm -hmm. Because there is no system that will ever bring you to it. It is right. completely personalized, no matter what, no matter what. And what we kept finding ourselves was this innate knowing that there was more, but then nobody could get out of the system enough for it to actually be what it was supposed to be. 
Right. And so you get trapped in this endless, endless searching all, all of the time because true origination has no orientation. There is no system. So even when we're saying this is what we did, it's irrelevant because it has nothing. You can't go and say like, oh, Jenny paid, you know, $17,000 worth of debt by saying my kids were in, you know, had heat. It's food in everybody's stomach. <laughs> you know, it's just not going to work. But that is what is taught. These are the exact things I said. Go say them. And you will receive the exact same outcome. And, and in desperation, it's like, well, yeah, I'll try that. At least that's better than where I'm at. But it never actually lands. And it does, I mean, it changes things. Like you become the queen of the human codes instead of unconsciously like, you know, just like living in this reaction mode. Like you are, you are matching up and you are making moves within the system that create a better experience than total unconsciousness. But in the end, it's never satisfying because you know somewhere inside of you, you were made to play a game with yourself that you, that will blow your own freaking mind. And so you're just always disappointed. You know, it's better than nothing to play in the, in, to master the human codes, but it's, it's not what you're made to do. And Brittany, I'm so excited to dismantle human codes and step more into being an originator. And I have seen moments of Brittany in her origination. And I am like, I cannot get enough of that shit. I don't know what she's even doing, but I am like all into it. And that's, that's the reason that you can't fake this. And that's the reason that we shot a video for no reason than other than to experience each other talking about our favorite shit without a landing place, without a this, without that, without, a, without all the things that people need to set up their systems and why within five days we had 11, over 1100 views and five new clients because you people can feel the clean, clear energy that's happening and the true origination. And that's what they're looking for, for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's not about us. And when Jenny was talking about, you won't do the same things we did. We'll teach you what you need to do for yourself. We're not going to be like, I did this. So that's what you do now. We, we will teach you how to dismantle those systems within you and how to recognize and commit to and act on your originator codes, no matter what, for your unique individual self. Because all of the examples are just examples of from going to one place to going to unimaginable. It's yeah. not necessarily the steps and the outcome. Right. And so that's why sometimes it's hard to talk about because you have to give examples of I was here and now I'm here. And yes, there's an outcome. I mean, even I spent an hour and a half blowing my husband's mind last night 
with him just asking me question after question of just being like, but I don't, I, I mean, I hear what you're, I just don't know how you could possibly actually not care about the outcome. He's like, because I see outcomes happening and you're experiencing this giddy joyfulness. And I'm like, I enjoy the outcome, but the outcome isn't the point. Under the human codes, the outcome is the point of doing everything. In your originator codes, your point is doing the thing. Mm -hmm. Everything, the outcome is a side effect. The outcome is the overflow of the experience. Yeah, and doing the thing every single time the thing comes to your mind immediately. Every. And every then it becomes this game of like almost this combination of like, well, it is this combination of completely blowing your own mind to like hysterical laughter to, well, of course, it's like <laughs> the wildest, calmest feeling that you can possibly feel. And it's in, and the amount of energy that actually rushes in before, during and after, and then the complete stillness that is happening simultaneously with the most energy that's ever been is something that you can't experience until you experience. It's, it's the thing that people are like, why law of attraction doesn't work? Because they say, imagine as if you already have what it is. Or imagine you do this move and, and bring in the feelings of it. So then you can be a perfect match for it. Well, I can tell you right now, there has never been this feeling in my life ever before, not one time. And each time that this is catapulting in, an, in a direction that is unimaginable, because just like everything else, Randy and I have never discussed really one time what we were going to speak about on this, on this, um, on these recorded things. There is not one thing you can actually plan for. So when it goes into a direction that's unimaginable, it's because it's literally a wild beast. I mean, and then it's just like, I'm, 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 I'm control. I'm in control of the ride. I'm along the ride and I'm watching the ride all at the same time. And I never could have imagined <laughs> this or what it feels like. I mean, yesterday, Randy and I, <laughs> I was, I was working and we talked 700 times in between and, in hysteric laughter the whole day like the amount of genuine joy is <laughs> something that you can't just pull out of from the human code you it just does not exist and that's why it it never feels complete and it never feels satisfaction and in the human code actually when you're you're trying to get to satisfaction in the human code like that's the main goal you're like i'm anxious and i'm all of these things if i could just be satisfied then that would be the goal right but when you go past satisfaction it's like you you get to satisfaction and satisfaction somehow opens up the the next level like when you can be okay not okay but like when you can handle a lot of energy and you're satisfied with the way you handled it then suddenly you go to next level where you're just like suddenly now what i'm looking for is blowing the top of my mind off every single day 
and being satisfied is no longer a thing. It's like being crazy in the best way. <laughs> it's the craziest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Oh my God. It is. It is like, it's, it's, it's hard to put into words, but I could never have felt this feeling before I experienced it as a natural byproduct of truly just playing the game to see what I am made of moment by moment, by moment, by moment. It's the only point. But mm -hmm. everyone instead in those moments chooses to, instead of like turn flip inward and do the thing, they flip outward into reflection and to reaction mode and try to figure out what it is in the external world that's either causing this feeling or causing this sensation or creating this experience for me and who needs to change or who needs to do whatever so that or or how do i need to reorder this energy so that that i don't keep feeling these things and it's truly the exact opposite of everything everybody does which is constantly be looking out at well, if I do this, what are they going to think? If I do this, what are they going to say? If I do this, I'm going to look crazy. If I do this, I, somebody's got, feelings are going to get hurt. If I do this, I'm going to seem like a bitch. It's all of the meaning that you put into what would actually, what you think in your mind would actually happen if you had the balls to own your origination distracts you from ever doing it and weirdly wraps you up and protects you from ever having to live out who you are. You blame it on everything and everyone. I can't do this because my mom wouldn't like it. I can't do this because my husband wouldn't. I can't do this because they wouldn't be on board. I can't do this because so-and-so's feelings would be hurt. I can't, all of the reasons you use everything in the external against yourself so that you don't ever actually have to do anything or experience anything beyond what you can see and what uh, beyond what already exists. But nothing in the world actually has to do with anybody else ever. It's always you and you. Every time. And so now the only consistent in our lives is the moment to moment choices to master the moment and create the moment to moment experience. Everything else is constantly changing. And that is what everybody is looking for. I mean, it's, it's even what the spiritual healing world, all of those things, it's the main goal. The goal is to be present. That is where all the modalities stem from. How can I become present in the moment? But there's more that has to happen than just, you have to unhook from the human codes to actually be present. You cannot be present in the entanglement of all of the meanings at the same time. You just, it just doesn't exist, which why it seems like a urban legend. 
the any <laughs> Because every move you make and every move you don't make under those codes in relationship or in interaction with someone else is contingent upon the outcome. So there's no way that you can experience the moment because you are constantly gauging and, and reading and interpreting and, you know, shifting and like re reacting and responding. And so there is no peace in the moment to even know what's happening because you are swirled up in your own shit show of this like constant back and forth ping pong game of like, who do I need to be now in this moment? So everything in the external world doesn't change. As you were saying that it just, the thing that's coming to my head is just like, and I don't know why this is coming to my head, but the person who is like, like you said, when things are changing and shifting and, and like the people who are like, oh, I can't do it because I can feel everybody else's energy or oh. This, this, oh, I have to guard myself and, and, you know, I really pick up on people's things and this whole game of then being like, okay, I'm having these feelings and these actually even aren't even my own feelings. These are your feelings and just like completely even going one step further. And then you think that your well, your actual main goal is to be a person is present in the moment but you can't even be present with yourself you have to be like present with the person next to you and being like my things are actually your things like you can never just get there from there ever oh my god i did that for so many years i, I mean too. so many years and really what i was doing was like i don't even know how to deal with my own shit, so i will avoid it by managing your shit. i mean and then I'm going to tell you all the ways why, how I relate to you. <laughs> we can be a shit show. It's going to be awesome. We love each other. Right. And it works until it doesn't. And then one day you're just like, I can't do this anymore. And then the way we're going to become present is by talking all about the past. Every time <laughs> we're together. That's all we're going to do. It's just, we're just going to focus all the way on that. And if we empty that out enough, we go back enough and we go back all the ways, maybe we can just pick out enough stuff and we're going to support each other in it so that we finally get to this day and this time and there's nothing left to say. And then I can be present at this moment instead of just being in the freaking moment. Like right. it does not matter what happens. There is no, when you are present in the moment, when you are in your origination, when you are fully creating, there is no past or future. It does not exist. Yeah. And what happens is people take things that don't matter and make them matter the most and then miss the things that actually matter. Totally. I mean, in that example of being home with my family, like what matters in that moment truly? Me spinning in some circumstance in my mind or having the actual gift of life with the most magical people around me and soaking that in like 
everybody knows the answer of what actually matters. Mm -hmm. It's just being willing to be there in what does and get out of what doesn't. Right. Good stuff. <laughs> it really is. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Um, so just as like anxiety, right? It's this physical sensation that you are experiencing. It is the same with physical symptoms in your body, like pain in your body chronic pain, these things that, that are showing themselves to you over and over in all the ways or morphing into the next thing and morphing into the next thing. And we're under the human codes, we're either taught to like manage it, mask it, reorder it, or we're told to like go in and then heal the emotional root cause of it. And, you know, I have this jaw pain, so I'm gonna, you know, go back and look. And it's because I never spoke the truth for so many of the years. And, you know, it's because somebody forced a dick in my mouth when I was young and it's because, and it's all of this shit, right? That is like fucking irrelevant, truly irrelevant. And the truth, truth is, is I don't have to go back and figure out why my jaw is like that and make like rope a bunch of meaning into this pain. You just make the next move that you need to make that you are required to make from your origination. And that shit just magically disappears as a natural side effect of what you are doing and what you're committed to. But people think they have to go in and heal all these specific things, which overlaps with that one for one conversation. Mm -hmm. Like you think your jaw pain is your, is this rabbit hole that you need to go down. But if you just continued to, to make the moves that would naturally stop doing that thing. Yeah, I mean, even last night, a, the a originator genius that she is, friend of ours, I was with and she said, okay, my ankle's really hurting me. And do you think that I should go see somebody to like release the energy in it? Like, I understand that it's, it's something going on and I know that it's more, but you know, it feels really stuck and it's really stiff and it's really heavy. And you know, maybe I, maybe I need to get new shoes. Maybe I need to work out. Like that's probably what it is. And can you, and can you tell me what you think about it? And so I'm like, here's the truth. Yes, you can go to somebody to release the tension out of it, but the tension is there for a reason. What they will do when they release the tension is they will manage it and shift it around and you will feel a temporary, temporarily relieved and it'll pop up somewhere else in your body. And what you really are asking, should be asking is why is this happening and what is going on actually here? Listen to what you're saying. It feels like it's, there's tension, it feels heavy, it's all of these things. This is what's happening in your life. You are unwilling to step into the next move in your life and it is physically showing you this in such an obvious way. In, in like the funniest way of in your 
foot. Like you, you're unwilling to step, and it's in your foot. Literally, and like, that's not rocket scientists. It's science. It's there, hidden in plain sight, all of the time. And and so then she goes, "Oh shit!" So you're saying I actually have to do what I know I have to do? Mm-hmm. And I said, "No, you don't have to do one goddamn thing." But you don't. <laughs> you just have to be okay with it. You're just most likely going to be in pain in dis-ease in your life and how you do it so if that is never then that's just the way your life will be and you will never really truly find what you want to do so you might as well just stop searching right you're willing to make the step right and and there's nothing wrong with that but if you are an originator the truth is it is going to be most likely a miserable experience for you and why would you have a life that's a miserable experience if you don't have to right and if you're a person who like works with energy or participates in these modalities and those sorts of things this conversation isn't none of those things work and this is bad and and those things are stupid that is not the conversation and actually if if your origination includes blowing up people's lives in in that arena the shift is you know the truth of what's actually underneath it it's not the we're going to play in this existing system it's it it's not that any of those things are in themselves wrong ways and and sometimes it takes going through those to get to the place where you're like all of this doesn't matter to me at all anymore but there's a there's a huge opportunity for people who are interested in naturally originators are naturally drawn to these modalities because there is a potential something in there it's why every once in a while when you do reiki or craniosacral therapy or whatever something shifts in you and changes permanently but then the next time it doesn't work the same as it did it's because they were unconsciously able to dismantle that pattern completely but they just don't know what they're doing so that they don't have the core truth to support it they're operating those potentials through the human code systems and so they don't land and most likely the person who is doing the energy work is also operating through the human code right exactly it's a match so if you weren't operating through the human code alongside of doing energy work your energy work would be i mean i have chills in my body even talking about it would be unimaginable people have not experienced it yet yes there is next level just you already know it's right there. I mean, and I think most people feel like I'm on the verge of something and that's why they like continuously, it's like kind of becomes this hamster wheel, but they right. don't know how to get to the next place that they know they actually belong in their own origination. And that's in every single thing. There is not one thing that is wrong to do in this world. No. Just the energy behind it can be at a point that is mind blowing. Right. Exactly. Is that it? (laughs) Every time it just. (laughs) If we weren't doing a live, when it becomes it, 
what happens is Randy and I then just lock eyes and stare at each other for an unknown amount of time. Could be one minute, could be a half an hour. And then eventually it's like the next thing just starts clicking in. Right. If we, like a pause. If we sat here on a live long enough, it would roll into the next live. <laughs> next thing that's coming through us. Totally. <laughs> it is like 85,000 degrees here. Okay. Does anybody have anything that they want to ask or anything that they want to say before we get off? Well, well, and also, um, if any, anybody has any questions, it sees it on a replay. Oh we yeah. So doing our Facebook group, the originator portal that you can join in and get some of these questions answered. We're also doing the D program program and the one-on-one -on -one container. Portal. Yeah. One -on -one portal. So there's lots of ways to get the information you need. There's also this page here. This page will stay here. Yeah, it will. Oh my God. Ugh, it's so hot in here. So hot in here. So hot in here. So hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> so take up all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I want to take my clothes off. Yesterday I sat out here in my swimsuit because this is like my favorite room, but it was so hot that I just sat out here in my swimsuit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, well, this is going to turn into the gong show. So we'll just uh, do that. <laughs> YouTube. Okay. We're like, hey guys. Hey guys. All right. Um, I think I, I don't know how to really do this. So I'm just going to press end and see what happens. All right, until next time. Peace.